0: Hello.
1: Thank you for calling 1 800 Meat Now, where your meat is delivered hot and fresh. No matter oh, okay. where you are. Okay. Meat. Hot meat. Meatnow.com. That's gross.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that I there was. Hope a- that
0: picks up enough where you can actually keep that in the episode because I like that's gross. <laughs> We
1: woo. Um,
0: so I saw some news or an article uh-oh. right right before we started recording this episode. Okay. So apparently, Michael Rosenbaum turned down a role in Suicide Squad.
1: Interesting.
0: He he said that he had um, he had to have neck surgeries. He couldn't do it. Like basically. Um. But, like, this is just feels like another fucking thing where Rosenbaum, like, why are you making these choices?
1: Yeah. He begs James Gunn to cast him he on his show.
0: He all the time. Yeah. He talks about this stuff all the time, how his career is not what he wants it to be and this and that. And then he, he makes these weird decisions. I'm sure that whatever the role was, he, he was talking about jeopardizing his neck. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless doctors were specifically telling him not to, which I, I could see being a thing. Sure. But it sounds like he was just worried about it.
2: Yeah. And
0: they have stunt doubles and stuff. Like, I don't think that's... They're, I mean, the studio is not going to jeopardize you either. Man. Especially that's, a big studio.
1: That's very surprising from him. You'd think he would... Um, yeah, just... Not just. I don't want to minimize if he's going through pain or something like that, but it's. I mean, it's,
0: it, yeah, if he has to have surgery, it's clearly a, a big deal. Like it's yeah. a
1: problem. Yeah, it's just the timing is just awful.
0: It's just weird. It's it's you know when the Smallville thing happened as well, or not Smallville, the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths Smallville return thing. Yeah, it was. He was like, you know, I'm I'm here visiting my grandfather or whatever. Mm -hmm. And was like, I don't want to, like, no. It's not enough money that, no. I'm like, what? You're making such weird choices for someone who's not that established.
1: True. Most people don't know him aside from that role, outside of that role, I should say. Um, At one point, he was trying to distance himself from the genre altogether.
0: Right, which I totally get. If that was his main reason for turning it down... Okay, but then, like, Suicide Squad as well, and then, like, he was in Guardians, and he wants to do more.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Well, Guardians was uncredited. I think it was just, like, his voice no, for a couple pop- seconds. He was and, in it. And, yeah,
0: he I was think.
1: He was in it, but I thought it was just one of those things where it was like his name wasn't in the credits. And
0: No, he they, James Gunn specifically told him, he talked about this on his podcast, that, it, that he had future plans for oh. them. Interesting. Hmm.
1: Okay. I mean... Respect to him if he's being honest about it, and I hope that's the case. But it is kind of bad timing. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. Two in a row.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Ah, I guess we'll, we'll it's, see.
0: it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then James Gunn joked about it. That's where I saw it on Twitter, saying that he turned down the role of Harley Quinn was the joke that James Gunn <laughs> made. Oh, James yeah, Gunn. it's just weird. I don't, I don't understand. We've talked about this before, with no disrespect to Rosenbaum, but it's very confusing.
1: It is very confusing. I wonder if one day, speaking of James Gunn, if, if we're ever going to find out what all these various Easter eggs are that he's got he hidden. He just
0: revealed that someone got a part of it. Oh, really? I think it was that, like, some sort of like the the films are a love letter from. Or the sound tr- like, I can't I can't remember what it was. He was talking about it on, on Twitter. Okay. Hmm. Um they found something. I guess it was a part of that last Easter egg or whatever. Oh. So someone unlocked like a portion of that? But not all of it is what he was saying. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of bullshit. It
1: does. It sounds like he's just stringing us along to keep watching. And you know what?
0: I'm on board. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not complaining. (laughs)
1: He's getting me. He said something during the watch along uh, because, you know, they've been having these uh, quarantine watch alongs on Twitter uh, over the past few weeks. He was um, joining in on a discussion about Guardians 2. Where some fans were saying, "Hey, give us a little something," and he was like, "Okay, I'll tell you this: There's a part in the movie where you see skulls, and there's some Easter eggs hidden amongst those skulls. Mm -hmm. And nothing has come of that yet, but you better believe it's going to be on comicbook.com once somebody does figure it out."
0: Yeah, I just, I, I, I love that though that he's such a nerd that he's put so many things because people are still finding things. Yep. So yep, yep. it's just really cool, but yeah, that was weird. I just wanted to bring that up since we've discussed it before. Rosenbaum,
1: we love you, man. You know, we we want you to we want you to succeed. I know. I
0: want to see you in things. That's that, that's the part that's like frustrating for me. Yeah. As a fan.
1: Right. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Be a pal. Anyway, so yeah. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. I'm Matt Peters
0: i'm lex Lutz. hi yeah. lex <laughs> how's it
1: going bud
0: yeah it's going you know
1: it's going
0: yeah, yeah.
1: um let's yeah. talk about little, Michael- a- before I- we get I- into
0: I- a little yeah. housekeeping stuff we've got a we've got patreon.com slash lex and matt there's another exclusive episode for april Heck that yeah. is just dropped Uh, Probably by the time you're listening to this, it's already out. If not, it'll be out very soon. We talk about our top five favorite film soundtracks and scores.
2: That's right. So
0: And Dee joins us, and it's super fun and funny. Um, So go check out our Patreon to get into that. And we've got stickers, we've got merch, all kinds of stuff. Um, It's a great way to support the show. If you also could rate, review, and subscribe, that's a huge deal for us. So take the time, especially right now. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing right now? (laughs) Nothing. You can do nothing. I'm just kidding. Maybe you're stressed as fuck dealing with your kids. Maybe you're dealing with work at home. Maybe you're just trying to keep it together. But you know what? Take five minutes, less than five minutes, write that review for us. We'd appreciate it. You'd be a sweet, chilly baby for life. Love you for it.
1: I wasn't. I wasn't going to insist, but since Lex did, I mean, that's fine, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, straight up. Come on. Give us some love over there on the, -hmm. on the, on the the iTunes and your Spotify's and your Stitchers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if those last two even have rating systems. All I know is
0: subscribe to them, but
1: I don't know about rating systems. That's true. That's true. Find us on all the socials at Lex and Matt
2: Mm -hmm. and,
1: uh, we'll love you for it. We love you already. We want to love you more. So come on. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: so uh as is our tradition i'll Mm -hmm. give you an update on what um d is playing while we're recording i'm currently watching her finish someone in mortal kombat 11 um this game is bonkers man i've never played it oh
0: man so i've played like old mortal kombat games but nothing yeah,
1: they've they've really turned up the gore. It's <laughs> it's like you're watching something on shudder the whole time and it's just nasty. Like they even get down to the point where if someone is like an alien and they've got green blood, when you're destroying them, green blood just erupts from their body. So every one of these games has um DLC. They have like bonus characters or whatever. And I love the Mortal Kombat games. So I always get like, you know, the special edition and I get the bonus characters and all that. This one has some oddballs. So it's got characters from Mortal Kombat games uh that weren't in the original version. It's got Sindel. I always
0: like the Ice one. Who's oh, that? Uh, Sub-Zero? Yeah. I yeah. Like
1: he's, he's a lot of fun. They've got a good story. Because he's like Iceman.
0: Yeah. And that's why I liked him.
1: Yeah, and he's got all kind of cool ice moves now. <laughs> um <laughs> He can slide across the floor to kick you. He can make an ice duplicate of himself that mm-hmm. freezes you on impact. Just all kind of cool stuff, man. Um But yeah, besides that, they've got your regular characters, and then they've got Raiden. They've got Johnny Cage. And for the past three Mortal Kombat games, they've been trying to make it into a cohesive story as well. So there's a lot of time travel involved. There's a lot of uh, exposition. Okay. But Just for kicks, they decided to throw in two extra characters that have nothing to do with Mortal Kombat, but are a ton of fun to play. Spawn, from the Image comic, voiced by Keith David, is in this game. Okay. And the Terminator, the Uh T-800, voiced by Arnold Schwarzenegger, is also in this game. (laughs) What? It's weird. To To quote Mark
0: Wahlberg, what?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. It makes no sense at all. But you know what? They made it work. They wove him into the continuity of this game. Oh. What are you talking about? And the Joker.
2: What? What?
1: What are you talking about? Yeah. So what's what's great about the Joker, and then we'll move on, I swear. What's great about the Joker in this game is they previously had him in the Mortal Kombat versus DC games. Mm -hmm. They had him in Injustice. But even those games previously... That was actually the
0: last Mortal Kombat game that I played, now that I'm remembering. Okay. The, the DC versus Mortal Kombat one.
1: So you remember it was violent, but it wasn't, like, gory. Yeah. There's a distinct yeah, I played that. It was fun. Yeah. So even if something was going to be gory, they would kind of cut away. They would shy away from it. They mm-hmm. don't shy away from the Joker stuff in this game. There's a fatality where the Joker takes a boxing glove, punches it through your chest... Puts a wind up box in there and pop goes the weasel plays and your head decapitates from your body on top of this spring loaded device. It's,
0: fun. it's, huh. brutal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, good times. I, I hope I appropriately painted that gory picture for everyone.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, man. It's a wild game, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a fun distraction.
0: Yeah, I, it's weird because fighting games, like they're not a story usually,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I just don't pick them up, especially when they're they're higher in price. Yeah. Um. Same with like sports games and everything like that. I struggle with paying that much for them. I mean, I struggle with paying that much for any video game. Really, we've <laughs> talked about this before. Yeah. Very
1: cheap. Well, well, I'm with you on the sports games because it seems like you know you're you're buying a license you're buying a, a an annual yeah. license 60 bucks gets you a year of having this game being relevant until the and, next one comes out
0: and it used to be they would be like really cheap way like like right after the the newest one dropped last year's model would be super cheap kind of thing mm-hmm. and and they don't do that as much anymore i've noticed like, yeah you're right they hold their value longer they and I, I think it's because lots of people have figured that out and they're like, Ah, eh, I'll wait two years or whatever. It'll be the same, pretty much.
1: Yeah. And there's a big thing about how long the servers are going to stay up. You know, yeah. people want to know that from Jump. Like, all right, so how long are you going to support online play for mm-hmm. games like this before you decide to pull the plug? Yeah. Now, Netherrealm is good about that with Mortal Kombat. All the fighting game, uh, you know, releases are pretty good about that because they're not annual, usually. But the right. sports games, you you get like a year, year and a half, and you're done. That's it. you got to buy right. the newer version. Um, and, of course, everyone was up in arms because when the latest WWE release, which is uh, adjacent to sports, uh, came out, that game was broken to high hell. So much so that they canceled the release for the first time in a long time that's supposed to come out this year. Um, you know, of course, they blamed it on the quarantine and, and what's going on in the world, but... Yeah, that last version sold like just nothing. It was hot garbage. And, um, yeah, they, they gotta keep the servers going for a little while longer.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the right move, though. It's what you have to do, especially when you're charging so much for video games nowadays. Right. If so, you're gonna have online play.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's an investment, really. It is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh... Speaking of stuff to do, what have you been watching lately?
0: Mad Men. Mad Men. What I, made you
1: circle back to listen,
0: that? Listen, i've I've watched an upsetting amount of Mad Men <laughs> to the point where I'm almost done with Mad Men. <laughs> um, could you, could because you even... it, it's it's been like my anxiety show where okay. I'm like, let me just wake up and turn on Mad Men. And then I will basically stop when I need to do other shit that I have to get done today mm. uh, and then watch more Mad Men kind of thing. So, yeah, I've been watching a lot of Mad Men. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I think that's when I started watching the show, too. I was going through some very anxiety-ridden times at Hitch my job. that. Yeah. There's,
0: I don't know why.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been really good. I'm I'm nervous about what I'm going to do when I'm done with it because I'm going to need a new anxiety show. (laughs)
1: Um, Breaking Bad,
0: maybe? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Sometimes that show can give me anxiety. So (laughs) I don't know about that. I'll figure it out. But that's not not an actual problem. That's not a problem. Um, But, yeah, so I've been watching Mad Men. What made me circle back to it? Uh, I just really wanted to get lost in a different world than a story mm. and Game of Thrones fucking sucks at the end. So I couldn't do that again. <laughs> and I don't know if I'll ever, and that's a really upsetting thing. I don't know if I'll be able to rewatch that show, man. Um, but whatever that aside, like, so, so I, maybe I should to see how I feel about it. Now it's been what a year out, mm-hmm. um, but so, so I don't know how to deal with Game of Thrones. Like, that's a show that I would get invested in the world or whatever. But, like, Mad Men is such a different time that it feels like another universe. And the characters are so complex. And there's so many little things that are there that you don't necessarily notice mm-hmm. the first time you watch it kind of deal. It's a show that we really benefit from a rewatch.
1: That's um, a good
0: point. It's, it's very well done.
1: That's a good point. I've been meaning to rewatch that, um, but it just never really comes up. It hasn't come up yet. I'm going to. It's not even just like, oh, you know, it's just okay. I loved Mad Men when it was on the air. Same. Um, I, I'm i thinking about going back to Fargo because I I checked out on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did the season. same thing. Yeah. The first season was so good, and mm. then the second season, it just dropped for me. I know most people don't agree with that, but I I had a hard time with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And even, even on top of that, I heard that the seasons after got even better.
0: Yeah, I've heard great things about all of that show.
1: Yeah. So I, I gotta, I gotta give it another shot. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the wait between, uh, you know, season one being available on Hulu and season two okay. kinda killed it for me. Because I would just, I would always watch it on Hulu and it would go, you know, season two available now. And it's like, all right, season two just wrapped up. So by the time yeah. I finished season one on Hulu, season two should be here. They're showing me footage from it. Nope.
0: Yeah. It, it was like rough.
1: another year and a half before it showed up on Hulu. And by then I was right. like, eh.
0: Okay. Yeah. Speaking of like Hulu and shows, I, I did watch Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, that yeah. That week to week show. It's done now. So you can go watch all of it. Um Damn. That show was good.
1: Yeah, I watched um, the first episode of it, and I agree with you. It is really fantastic.
0: So, so you get a few episodes in, and they have a flashback um, from when uh, Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington's characters are both young women, mm-hmm. and the casting is—they need to win all the Emmys hmm. for the show. They cast these young actresses and actors to play these younger versions, and particularly the actress who plays Carrie Washington's character when she's young, she gets her, her cadence, every movement of her face, every little thing captures her perfectly. And not in a, in an impression way, but in a just, she just is her. It's insane. It's some of the best acting I've seen in a very long time. Um, Yeah, that show is really good. I also, the only thing that I don't like about that show, and this is not something that the show can control at all, is people immediately going, this person's right, this person's wrong.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm like, I feel like, and I'd be curious to hear what anyone else thinks about it if they've seen it. I feel like the show is ultimately about how all of these women are kind of bad mothers in their own ways. Okay. And okay. like, that's the point. Like, yeah. like that's, and, and they're both, they're also good mothers in other ways. And there are certain, and and then I think there are some assertions made that I don't necessarily agree with, but that's good. Like it's an, I want to talk about it in more detail and we can on the show here if you guys end up watching all of it because i do think it brings up some things where i'm like i don't know about that and then i question should i agree should i disagree what you know mm. i think it's a very interesting story and i think there are a lot of <laughs> like i could see why people would go this is a book club because it's based on the book yeah like, i haven't read the book but i could see why people would be like yeah let's make this a book club thing because there's a lot of complexity to it.
1: There is a lot of complexity and, and you know, it may just be me spoiled as a viewer, but seeing Reese Witherspoon in this project, I didn't oh, expect for her to be a one dimensional character. So yeah. She's first she can come in off in my,
0: in my opinion, she, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: She can come off very bristly, you know? Uh, yeah. and, and she does that well, uh, you know, in her various roles, but seeing her opposite Kerry Washington so
0: far has been a treat. Just seeing mm-hmm. their interactions and, just, I think Reese Witherspoon is is being incredibly brave in the choices that she's making. Yeah. Because between Big Little Lies and this, I think that she's picking like white women who really suck. She's
1: just she's picking and, projects that just have the word "little" in the title. That's yes. her.
0: <laughs> No, no, she's she's like produ- she's producing these projects as well. She's not uh, just she's got a production company. And it's like really successful. Hmm. Um and it's done other things as well but like so she's making these projects and I feel like she's picking these characters um because she is like that America's sweetheart type of person and yeah. persona it's all the more powerful that she's picking these roles and kind of going hey look um we're really shitty about race we're really shitty about our wealth we're you know uh and our privilege and everything like that I think it's I think it's fascinating to see her taking on these roles same So I can't
1: wait to watch the rest of it. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Cool. Um,
1: I shared this with you, uh, (laughs) when really it just depends on the day of the week, I guess. The office is back in rotation for me, Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, I love it. I think we even talked about that last episode a little bit. So I'm not going to dwell on that too much, but yeah, it's, it's just great to add that little normalcy, uh, back to the day. You know, working from home and everything—it's weird. Like, I work in that type of environment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to just hear the sounds of their office and everything—it's almost calming in a way. It's, it's just surreal, strange.
0: Yeah, that is that is an odd thing where you're like, hey, this is a comfort of everyday mundane.
1: Yeah, like these That's, are people. That whole
0: show is mundane, and finding the humor in it.
1: Right, like these are people I wish I worked with. They're they're characters. Mm-hmm. I love them. You know. Yeah. Uh Can't say the same usually about your day job. But no, no, no. They're good people. They're cool. They're cool. Uh, <laughs> what they're else about listening,
0: was? bud? Who cares? No,
1: they're probably not. Um I watched Frozen 2. That happened. That was a mm-hmm. thing. That was that was okay. I'm glad I, haven't I didn't. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we talked about Shit's Creek. I'm just yeah. going down my list here. Twilight Zone. We talked about that. Was really good. Mm-hmm. And, uh yeah, I finished Hunters as well. That show on Amazon Prime. I haven't Prime. finished
0: it, but I, 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 I thought the first couple episodes were pretty good, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's, one that was like, I need to watch the next episode.
1: Yeah, but having seen the whole thing now, I can tell you there's a lot of good stuff there. It it kind of breaks free of the mold of being a uh, Quentin Tarantino parody after a while. Like, mm-hmm. it understands, like, okay, this got people in the door. Now we're going to give you some story to kind of, like, dig your teeth into. Okay. And it does cool. a great job of that. And it's got some weird surprises along the way as well that I won't spoil for you. But it's okay. it's worth digging into, I think.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So next up for me, there's, there's a movie I've always wanted to watch, and I never really got a chance to go back and check out Big Eyes. Have you seen
0: that? No, but I know what movie you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Like... I remember seeing the ads for it and it kind of fascinated me, but it was one of those movies that just never like made itself available to me because <laughs> it was like, one of those like award season type films. And I was like, all right, well, I'll get this when it comes out on DVD. And then it just never did. Like it never like was available widely, strangely.
0: I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not. I, I, I totally hear what you're saying because some of those indie films get that way. It's yeah. just weird. Or art house, whatever you want to call them.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm So, yeah, you know, just trying to find stuff to watch, keep the day going. Um, I started watching a, a cartoon called Midnight Gospel, which is made by the same guy that did um, Adventure Time, Pendleton Ward. But this is kind of unique in the way that it's, it's set up. So it does have, like, an overarching storyline, but... It's about this, this kid who goes around in, in all these virtual worlds and he almost interviews people. He has like a, a, a podcast conversation with them while the adventure is happening. And, um, it's, it's, uh, the first episode is Dr. Drew. So I kind of tuned out on that because I'm not really a big <laughs> fan of his at this point.
0: Yeah. Isn't he like not even a doctor? Isn't no. is he one of those that's not a doctor or am I thinking of someone
1: else? No, you're right. You're right. Um, He's he's been saying a lot of weird stuff on TV lately.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh oh
1: oh! Sure. But the the main guy, the main character, is voiced by Duncan Trussell, and I think that's why uh, they they made it more of a podcasty sort of thing because that's mm-hmm. his whole jam. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. it's it's interesting. I want to check more of it out before I give a final thought on it. But if you're expecting Adventure Time or something of that ilk, it's got a similar art style, but it's not Adventure Time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's how I feel about that new show that's coming out on Apple Plus. Oh, that uh, the, um Apple Plus TV shows speaking of. Mm-hmm. I watched um Defending Jacob is the new Chris Evans show on oh, Apple yeah. Plus. Yeah, and there's three a... episodes out and it's interesting. It's a really interesting show. Okay. Um I like it. I I went through all three of them. I didn't stop watching it when I mm. started it. And I and I wanted to watch the entire series basically like in one sitting kind of thing or almost, but like they, they do week to week. They release yeah. a couple episodes and they do week to week. I don't know why, but that's what their their platform is that they're doing. Um, I know why Hulu does it um, because they sell ads and they're, they're trying to be like takeover for cable kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I understand why Hulu does week to week. I have no clue why a service like Apple TV would.
1: Yeah, it's um, kind of strange, you know. With Peacock on the horizon and yeah. um, HBO Max, Apple TV is going to have to do something to really set itself apart from those services because I I barely see Apple TV advertised at this point. Yeah, I know they, they came out the gate pretty strong, but now it's like eh, it's it's there. It's just I think they're just
0: going to end up merging with one of these other ones, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like they'll probably, um, you know, merge with. HBO or something like that and, and do that throw their content on there I, I just have a hard time believing that all of these services will survive on their own but yeah Defending Jacob is interesting but the thing that made me think of it was they have a show coming out animated it's coming out next month it's called Central Park and oh. it's from the creators of Bob's Burgers Oh yeah. so it has that same feel but like it's different and I'm, I'm very curious about that one
1: okay yeah that's next month huh
0: mm-hmm
1: Okay, yeah. I might I might wait until next month to use like a free trial or something like that. Then,
0: yeah, they gave me a year of because I had to upgrade my phone, so they oh, gave me Apple TV for free. Yeah,
1: I was gonna I was gonna do the phone upgrade. We were talking about that a little bit too, but I saw that the newest phone may be delayed until like later on this year than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm kind of playing it by ear because I don't want to have FOMO. But yeah, I don't you blame
0: know. you. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I was seeing something about, like, I just saw a headline that was saying, like, I think China's going to be back to normal in September. Shit. So, that's, I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah. What is normal, man? What what the fuck is even normal anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Speaking of abnormal, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. (laughs) Nicolas Cage. We love us some Nicolas Cage. We did one of our mini episodes talking about our favorite Nicolas Cage movies. And um, one of the things that comes up a lot with Nicolas Cage is his, his story love affair with all things Superman, so much so that yeah. he named his own son Kal-El. So um, I found this article and I want to share it with everybody. Um, Nicholas Cage, Nicolas Cage's Superman comic nets record $2.1 million at auction. This is from 2011. The actor's fabled copy of Action Comics Number 1, which was stolen from his house in 2000 and found in a storage locker in April, sells for $2,161,000. I
0: mean, that's nuts. And it's 2011. I wonder if it's still worth that.
1: Yeah. I mean, at one point, you know, when Wizard Magazine was coming out, you'd kind of just, like, go and see uh, in the back of the book, how much is Action Comics going for? That's what I'm...
0: Hmm? How much is that? That's what I'm looking up now oh. to see how much is Action Comics number one worth.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it seems like around this time, around the the early uh well, well, the 2010s. Shit. How much? What? 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 Uh, in
0: 2014, a copy sold for three point two or three point two one million dollars. Jesus. So it went up even further.
1: So that means everybody who owns an old house. You need to go bash open the walls and see if there's any comic books lining those walls. You know, I don't they think used we're going to gonna
0: find any more of those. I think we've we've hit that.
1: We've exhausted our supply of action comics in this. Well, world. it was from
0: 1938.
1: Yeah, it's it's had to yeah. disintegrate disintegrated by now, right? Like just.
0: Uh, yeah. I I think the big thing is like a lot of your grandparents that would have had it like they've died. Yeah, thirty eight. Like so, you've already gone through their house. So someone already threw it out or, you know, whatever. I Mm -hmm. I don't know. uh, I don't know if they're going to have you're going to stumble across any more of those, you
1: know. But it was weird. Like in the 2010s, it seems like every other week there was a story about somebody finding a copy of it in their wall in their home or something like that. Yeah, I
0: think that's because that was when they were dying. (laughs) I mean, it's terrible, but I think that that's when that generation was dying, <laughs> and people were going through their homes for the first time, and Just that's, that's why all of a sudden you're like, God, they found a whole bunch of these fucking comics that are worth a lot of money, and now like they're dead. You've already gone through a lot of these, these estates or whatever, and so now I'm like, no, that's that's gonna that's gonna equal out. You know, you, you'll find it with other things, I'm sure, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, just just cleaning out their houses and just, oh, I'm going to miss grandma so much. Punch. And you just punch the wall. What's that? Superman?
0: Huh. Why is this in the wall? Oh, there's my little brother. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a little brother. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> this just keeps getting darker and darker. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, so Nick Cage is Nick Cage is Nick Cage, man. We watched. Um, he sell
0: all of that to pay for taxes or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: poor guy. Um, we watched Face-Off the other day, and boy howdy.
0: Voluntarily?
1: Yeah. Unfortunate. I mean, the entirety of Face-Off is just occupied by asking questions about how this worked. Like, so his wife didn't notice? Moles yeah. were in the wrong place? The the good loving was a little different? Things were, you know?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that is just a bonkers movie.
1: It's it's a miracle it got made, and you yeah. know thank goodness because it was a uh, it was a warning to other I need films. You to listen
0: to the how did this get made on that again?
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's just it's out there. So yeah, Nicholas Cage, we love you, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, let's so.
1: go. <laughs> That's our show.
0: <laughs> you got nothing going on right now, bud. You can't make twenty movies right now in this quarantine. You normally be making about twenty movies right now.
1: That's true. That's true. He was he was doing some like. Um, foreign films and when i say foreign films i don't mean like you know in another language but like just produced by like chinese film companies right
0: or canadian or what yeah yeah yeah
1: and and he was making bank doing that they would they would get wide releases and then just you know the next month there'd be another one
0: right like nobody in america would watch them but they'd make their money Yeah. yeah like
1: straight to dvd just isn't a thing anymore it's so weird like it's coming out big somewhere, whether on demand or in a theater. It's it's going to get in some people's eyeballs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it is fascinating that straight-to-DVD is not as big of a thing anymore, but they still make straight-to-DVD movies. They do. But they just make them as like B-movies on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. So, so I have mm-hmm. a weird thing, and I want to know if you knew about this. I'm ready. That Dolly Parton's production company was a part of producing Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: You know what I didn't know before this week? And that this article just started making the rounds. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, so, so Dolly Parton and her business partner, Sandy Gallon, they co-founded this Sand Dollar, which, by the way, is the cutest. Dolly and Sandy made Sand Dollar.
1: It's a great name.
0: That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, Sand Dollar Entertainment in 1986. So they produced, and I didn't know this either, they produced like Father of the Bride. Holy shit. And they produced the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. (laughs) And then were a part of like making Buffy. like, um, And... Basically, it says that if Parton um, – so basically, if Parton is upset about her lack of recognition, she doesn't seem to show it. In fact, in 2016, New York Times profile Bur, uh, Berman, which is um, – so like Dolly Parton was behind the scenes and Gail Berman, um, who's a Sand Dollar executive, was like fighting for the show. Hmm. She was working for this this company that Dolly Parton had started and she was fighting to get this show on the air. And Dolly Parton is not credited as a, like, producer or anything like that, whereas Ga- uh, Gallon and Berman both are for both wow. Buff and Angel. <clears throat> um, so it said that um, Berman revealed that once, uh, that Parton once wrote her a uh, check when she learned that the, quote, men at the company had given Miss uh, Berman less than a generous share of Buffy royalties. Wow. So, like, she did not care about being this uncredited executive producer on it and literally wrote a check to make sure this other producer got paid for it.
1: There will never be another woman like Dolly Parton.
0: No, never. There will
1: never be another person like Dolly Parton. She is so generous and just so selfless oh, in everything on she
0: Hulu, does. said it. That might be the post-Mad Men show. <laughs> Sorry. <good to> <laughs>
1: That's a good choice. That is a fine choice.
0: Might but be. Who knows? Yeah. I
1: mean, just, you know, I am never devoid of reasons to appreciate Dolly Parton.
0: I just find it fascinating that she was a part of this production company. And and we didn't know mm-hmm. that she like that this was a part of her production company and that she was essentially an executive producer because she was behind the scenes. Helping to get these things made, yeah, and Incredible. yet she's not uh credited
1: now what's what's interesting is I didn't know this, a lot of folks didn't know this, and this story in particular from decider dot com has been making the rounds on Facebook and on Twitter and everything mm-hmm. and a lot of folks are surprised about it, but then you have another faction of folks who are just kind of like, "Oh, I knew, like all right, that's great, good for but, you, you know you go. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you find something new out. You get a new piece of information. It's not time to rub it in, you know, to somebody who's just learning something for the first time. You want to give them a yes and. You got to practice that 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 improv thing. You give them a yes and. You're like, oh, you like Buffy? Well, guess what else Dolly Parton did? She started in the beautiful movie, 9 to 5. Oh, you know yeah. what else she did? She's the godmother of Miley Cyrus. It's just like, you know.
0: Yeah, Dolly Parton rules. She does. She does. She's talented, and her and music great. is is phenomenal. Like it even is. if you're not super into country, you can enjoy her music. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty great.
1: Yeah, so that's our Dolly Parton corner. Um,
0: <laughs> Pardons <laughs> the interruption.
1: <laughs> Pardon our dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're <laughs> just gonna make that a part of every episode now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, that's the name of the episode. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh so I guess this is a shorter up. Ep- this is gonna be a shorter episode, but I guess we can kinda get into the wall of weird.
1: Let's get into that wall of weird. So Wait, this is
0: a this is a longer episode because the second half of this is over on our Patreon guys. So right. Patreon yeah. weeks you're gonna basically have to, you know, help us out with the show to get that second half of the episode.
1: We had a good long conversation over there for the mini show, the not so many show. So go check it out. It's great. Okay. All right. So I don't remember
0: getting either of these. Did you bring both of these?
1: Yeah, I bought both okay. of these to the table. So
0: <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> this,
1: this I'm going to start with the second one, but I'm not going to yeah. read the headline because okay. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. <clears throat> now, this is one of those wall of weird stories. Uh, from modern times, you know, based on what we're all going through right now. But this one takes place in Kentucky.
0: Is it based on true events?
1: It's based on true events. The names okay. change to protect the innocent. Okay. Kentucky, Go- no, they haven't. Actually, that's the whole story. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir went full dad mode during his Monday night news okay. conference, calling out the Bad Apples, who filed for unemployment under fake names during the coronavirus pandemic. We had somebody okay. apply for unemployment. Uh, for Tupac Shakur here Shakur. in Kentucky, I said it like a Kentuckian would. Shakur. Shakur. Bashar said, Th- likely thinking of the rapper who died in the 90s, and that person may have thought they were being funny. They probably did, except for the fact that because of them, we had to go through so many other claims. One problem, Tupac Shakur does live in Kentucky, and he's waiting on his unemployment benefits. <gasps> Tupac Malik Shakur, forty six, goes by Malik.
2: <laughs> he lives
1: in Lexington and worked as a cook in Alfalfa's and Lingas in Lexington before they closed to help stop the spread of COVID nineteen. Oh my god. So yeah, Tupac Shakur, alive and well in Kentucky.
0: So so basically this governor became a fucking racist. <laughs> And was like, you know what? Stop giving us fake names. Right, right. And, and then people were like, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. Do you write your name on your shoe, Andy? Um, guess what? Some black people have different names, and that's okay. Fuck you, Andy. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> now, I'll be honest. I would have paused as well if I saw Tupac Shakur. I, mean,
0: I would have too. But yeah. look into it a little bit more before you use it as an example.
1: I would have done a little bit of research,
0: you how know much, how widespread do you actually think it is to put fake names into an right. unemployment site that's such a waste It's a Why waste of time that? people Who are does like, that teenagers don't do that shit.
1: people are in desperate need of these checks. No one's huh. gonna be fucking around putting Mickey Mouse on there or something. Apologies to anybody named Mickey Mouse by the way, I sincerely my
0: name, Mick <laughs> <laughs> my name is Mickey Mouse My name is Mickey Mouse.
1: I don't know why he has that accent, but he's a new character on the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um <laughs> shout out to Tupac. Uh Yeah. 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 Uh, that hopefully. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, get called out by the Kentucky governor. I think the bigger story here is how
0: there are people that name their kids fucking Leaf and shit. Like they're weird yeah. names. So yeah. There are people to that- clarify. That's not that's not just like, oh look a black person named their kid Tupac. Like Okay, Apple. Like fuck you. People give (laughs) people have weird names. They have names they're named after people like Elvis is a weird name in today's standards. Yeah. But there are like people out there naming their kids Elvis and stuff like that. So like just if someone named their kid Elvis, like don't assume that it's a fake name. Look into it.
1: Yeah. Do your due diligence there. But it's a government official. I wouldn't really count on that happening. Um one of the, one of the most unique names I've ever heard. Um, I, I worked with a girl at, um, nationwide video when I was in college and her name was Renaissance. And oh, cool. I thought it was beautiful. It was a beautiful name. Yeah. And, uh, I, I also encountered a young lady named Calliope once upon a time.
0: Oh, that is a beautiful name. Right. Yeah. Just, I like you
1: know, it a lot. It feels good to say, you know?
0: Yeah. But, that's really yeah, cool. I like
1: that Stop name, name, stop name shaming Kentucky. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, name shame, like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's kid, Apple. But beyond that, and, and blame the parent. <laughs> Don't blame yeah, the kid.
1: Yeah. And find out why you got so many dudes named Colonel Sanders. Like, what's up with that? Yeah. Yeah, whole lot of them. Anywho. Uh, yeah, so that's story number trying one. trying to get those checks. Trying to get them checks, you know. Story number two. All right. (laughs) Also ripped from the headlines during these modern times. Uh, This one comes from NPR.org. That's a pretty reputable site, I guess. Um, (laughs) Police in Maryland town. Please remember to wear pants when checking the mail.
0: Mm, No. Continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Denied. Absolutely the days, not. The days are starting to blur. The novelty of Zoom meetings is indeed starting to wane. So it's understandable that things may be getting hazy. And some of us are getting lazy. So much so that Northern Maryland's taney town police department had to post this reminder. Please remember to put pants on before leaving the house to check your mailbox. You know who you are. This is your final warning. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> So I want to um, know: Are they in? Are they in like boxers? Are they <laughs> naked? Like, what is what's happening here?
1: Going commando to pick up the mail, you know. <laughs> going to receive a package. We don't want to see your package, bruh.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Is there any more details? <laughs>
1: Uh That was a quote from the town's mayor, Bradley Wants. Okay. The post instantly caught attention online. It got more than 4,000 likes and was shared more than 10,000 times. Wants goes on to say, right now, people have a hard enough time remembering what day of the week it is, you know, with the stay-at-home orders, and I can't expect them to remember their pants when they go get the mail. Town has a population of around 7,000 and rests near Pennsylvania's state border. And according to Mayor Wants, like the rest of us, they too are adjusting to this new normal. Wants says, a lot of small businesses, and you know, they're struggling right now. A number of people have been furloughed or laid off, so some economic issues there, I'm sorry, so some economic issues are there, okay, that we're constantly looking to address in some way, shape, or form. The news of a pantless male retriever was a welcome distraction, but who was the culprit? Wants says, the people who follow the page, especially the residents here, they got a good chuckle out of it. And, you know, everyone being fun, accusing each other of, hey, was that you? Was this you? And the best part was, it's none of them. That's right. It was all a joke. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) We were ahead. Fucking Mayor Wants. I want a real story, Mayor
0: Ooh, I want this guy on lists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you need to be on the list, bud. <laughs> you know what list I'm talking about.
1: Okay, so I once re- says... You need
0: to be registered,
1: whoever <laughs> you are.
0: I know you're real.
1: I know you're real. Now, I'm not saying that there's not people that get their mail without pants on, but there was no one person that sparked it. Mm. Okay, all okay. right.
0: I okay. think he's trying sure to defend.
1: Can. he's trying to defend the innocent. Next, it's going to be like, look, Floyd... Put some pants on before you leave the house, okay? We're tired of it. We've seen it. We don't need to see it again. I-
0: innocent. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Wallowee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shoot. Oh. <sighs> so, gaming-wise, mm. it's interesting that um, I've encountered a lot of people um who are gamers that I wouldn't normally associate with that. And I guess it's my my own preconceived notions that are just kind of screwing with me a little bit. But um my buddy Reggie, mm-hmm. uh you know, the world traveler, mm-hmm. he uh <laughs> he and I and, and, and D got on and played a little bit of Overcooked the other day. And that was a ton of fun. But then he revealed to us that his mom plays as well. Huh. And, you know, his mom, super cool uh, I call her mom because I pretty much grew up over at his house anyway. Yeah, and I friended her on on uh, on PSN. It was so cool. weird. I'm like, that's pretty cool. And so every now and then she'll pop in and just like send a request to play Overcooked and like you know it's it's just so it's so cool, awesome. It's so cool, yeah. yeah. And you look at her game collection. It's like Tetris, Pac Man. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I feel like I'm probably not going to get a game until The Last of Us. <laughs> like as much as I may want. Animal Crossing or whatever. I think I'm just gonna end up. That's probably gonna be the next game I play
1: because well, now the, they
0: are releasing it.
1: And, yeah, yeah, that's news too. Actually, when uh, <laughs> some disgruntled ex employee of Naughty Dog, who has yet to be identified, released a lot of footage um, from the uh, the alpha version of the game, or the, I believe I was shocked uh, when
0: you sent me that message because yeah. I, I I woke up to that where you said they leaked it. You need to block as much of it as you can. Mm-hmm. on uh, On Twitter or whatever. Yeah. So because I know this is
1: this is something that you have been looking forward to for so long, and I didn't yeah, want you I've to just walk that into that bar. Yeah. I played
0: that game more than any other. I played it three times all the way through, which for me is insane. That's that's
1: a lot of hours put into it, but it's a great game. You know.
0: It's my favorite game of all time, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't want to rob you of that. I wanted you to have that, you know, surprise when you when you yeah. play it for I, the first I time. I played it
0: through once on the PS3. And then when they came out the remaster, initially, I played it through then, and then I just replayed it a couple months back.
1: Oh, yeah. When well, we did our, our favorite games yep,
0: list. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. So um, a lot of it was released. A lot of people are, of course, complaining about it, saying, oh, it's not good and all that stuff. But what I what I think people are neglecting to realize is that a lot of the story in the Naughty Dog games are told while you're running around in the game itself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are cutscenes. They do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But – there's also just conversations between characters while you're like running between fights, and that does a lot to build the uh, the world.
0: Yeah, I have no interest in learning anything about it without playing it. That's right. No, I I don't understand that. Um, it sucks that people do that. Yeah. Like, and then spread it and everything like that. Hopefully, I don't end up seeing it, but given my luck, I probably will.
1: Well. Well, just you got to do your best, but you know, yeah, thankfully, yeah. I'm still gonna play it. Yeah, yeah, so am I, and thankfully, I, I mean, I hate to, I hate to, I hate to congratulate the leaker. Um, I hate to give them any credit, but that very same day, Naughty Dog um announced that the game was going to be released on June 19th. Finally, mm-hmm. before it was just TBD. So now we have. No, a
0: it day. was. June, wasn't it? And they they took that release date off when the coronavirus stuff hit and then they put it back. Was that it? I'm I'm pretty sure. Okay. I don't want to google it cuz I don't want to look up right. I don't know anything. It's but I'm pretty d- sure there that was the, the initial release date and they pulled it because of this coronavirus issue. They said like, "Oh, we need more time because of all this hitting." And that now they like after that happened, they're like, "We're going to put it out." I don't know. Yeah. So
1: normally I don't care about game spoilers, but something like this, something that's been in the works for so long, something that's so heavily story driven, I want to mm-hmm. be surprised. I want to yeah. be
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I want to I want to see it for the first time just like everybody else. Just like I did with Red Dead.
2: Yeah. Just
1: like, you know, um God of War, which no one has spoiled for me even though I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably something I should get back to as well, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a game that you know, like, spoilers are going to be there. You're going to have yeah. to play it through pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: you know, I, I'm I'm still looking forward to a shout-out to Naughty Dog, um, mm-hmm. you know, that team working hard.
0: Yeah, that off-site. really sucks for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really does. But, um, you know, hopefully the game launches successfully, people get to enjoy it who want to enjoy it. And for those that don't care, we don't need to know you don't care. We get it.
0: Yeah,
1: fuck you. I don't care. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't care that you don't care. I don't care that you don't
0: care. Fuck you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So I ain't got time that. for your bullshit. Mm-mm. Oh, comics are coming out again. I saw that. Yeah, story that's today.
0: crazy. Like in
1: yeah. May? Um, this, uh, today, actually, we're recording oh, this on oh, Tuesday. Okay. DC shipped books out to various comic shops. Now, of course, the, the stay at home, uh, order or strong suggestion or, you know just disapproval depending on where you live
2: mm-hmm.
1: um that's still uh in in order right now so a lot of comic shops can't even really open their doors as they normally would however they're doing uh curbside pickup in yeah. a lot of the shops in Chicago okay. so you can still get your comic fix um i know that challenger's comics has a complete online portal now if you're uh thinking about ordering some books uh same okay. goes for third coast their, uh you know, you just message Terry basically and let him know what you want. He'll find a way to get it to you. Cool. It's like less nerdy drug deals now,
0: basically. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Support local guys. Yeah. They need yeah. us. So Great. yeah, do it if you can. If you can't, that's okay. You know. Don't feel bad about it. If you can't, you can't. Yeah. If you can't, then you know maybe go do something for free for them. Share their page. Uh, give them a rating. Something like that. Yeah. Um. Those those things you can do for free. You know, you can still support local in different ways if you can't do it financially.
1: Exactly. Anybody who calls you a cheapskate during this time is an asshole. You know. Don't yeah. don't listen to them. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like, don't. No. Don't. You do what you gotta do. Exactly. We're all just trying to stay alive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is tough to stay alive, bud. <laughs> Why is it so difficult? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it should, i feel like it shouldn't be this difficult it, it really you know
1: it isn't but 2020 just got it out for you i don't know man Fucking i saw
0: 2020 wants me dead for sure me specifically you but,
1: specifically but, yeah. Right? yeah i saw a funny tweet before we started recording um there was a news story that they found some mummies buried in luxor mm-hmm. and somebody replied to it like no bro put them back it's 2020 yeah. You don't know we, what we you're letting out.
0: Like we we did something horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and we're paying for it. Sometimes that's how life feels for me. I'm like I'm paying for some horrible shit I did at some point in a past life or something.
1: Well, we all fucked up. I don't know what happened. Like everybody fucked up and we're all yeah. paying now.
0: Yeah, we are paying the iron price right now. Fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's an update um, the last mm-hmm. little bit of video game news that just kind of struck me as I'm looking over lovingly at my Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there was an update for Super Mario Maker 2 that mm-hmm. came out that allows creators to make complete games of all the levels they've created now. That's so cool. So you can have like Super Lex World, you know, and uh put it out there for people to play through. And I've been sharing a couple of my playthroughs of various people's worlds lately. Oh yeah, they stress me out. Oh, man, it is like white knuckling it the whole time. You know, I love those speedrun levels, though. They're so much fun. Just seeing how much, like, Rube Goldberg mechanics people put into them. You know, I love it.
0: No, it it is really cool. (laughs) Yeah, but but it it is is very stressful. stressful. Yeah, (laughs) just to watch it is stressful.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody else is relaxing on their islands on Animal Crossing. I'm, like, jumping over spike pits and shit.
0: I need more stress.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't get enough of my daily allotted stress now that I'm working from home. So I need to like find how to get it somewhere. You're a junkie. Yeah.
0: It's not healthy.
1: I'm a thrill seeker. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Notorious. Notorious (laughs) thrill seeker.
1: All right, folks, I guess we're out of gas. We're going to go ahead and call an episode. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Yeah, we appreciate it always. Yeah. Appreciate you.
1: Follow us on all the socials at Lex and Matt.
0: Uh, I guess yeah. you can follow our personal accounts too. Like yours. Uh, I'm the Lex Lutes on Twitter and Insta.
1: Yeah, and I'm uh, Mighty Inc. Matt, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, both those. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah but,
1: but, but, uh. All right, folks. Well, this has been one. I'm Matt Peters.
0: I'm Lex Lutz.
1: Be excellent to each other.
0: Is it it your turn to say thank you? Bye. Thank you. (laughs) We love you. Bye. Bye. Stay inside, even if your governor says that you can go on the beach because they're stupid. Bye.